0: From the Capitol in Madison, this is Whiz Politics Midday.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnoffer, reporter at WhizPolitics.com, here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, we have more election news. It seems that the 2020 presidential election is never actually going to end. We have some more Uh, news on the Gableman probe, the investigations into the election. And I'm joined today by Alex Moe of wispbusiness.com to talk about some of that election news.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Adam. And uh, I figured we could start with some of Speaker Robin Voss's recent comments related to that ongoing Gableman probe. Why don't you bring us up to speed on that?
1: Yeah, uh, Voss always has some interesting things to say, uh, especially when it comes to this Gableman probe. So, Former Justice Michael Gableman, as we know, has been given around $700,000 in taxpayer dollars to conduct this statewide audit of the election process and especially into the 2020 presidential election. Uh, But Voss is actually kind of a little bit upset that the um, audit's not really finishing up as quickly as he would have liked it to have finished up. He wanted it to finish up. Last year, uh, that deadline's been extended, Um, but Voss is really pushing for Gableman to get things done here. He's not so happy, it seems, with the uh, public relations job that that Gableman's been doing. And Alex, at a recent Wist Politics luncheon at the Madison Club, Voss actually blamed Democrats for much of those delays.
2: I did not appreciate the level to which the left feels like their only issue is protecting people's right to vote as if we're trying to take it away. The the money that has come in, the lies and innuendo and obstruction that has happened. I mean, basic things like, is there anybody in the room who's been involved in politics that doesn't think the legislature has the right to issue subpoenas? Nobody. That's like a core constitutional principle. And Josh Paul, one of the first things he did was to go to the Supreme Court and go to court to argue that we don't have the right to do that. Now, you can disagree with what we're doing with them, but his basic argument was you don't have the right to do it. Well, I never thought that we would meet that level of obstruction. So, a lot of the money that we have been spending isn't even going toward the investigation, it's going toward pay lawyers. So we have the right to invest.
1: And uh, he really wants to get bills in the works. Uh, he also said there are actually bills in the works regarding election reform already. So, Regardless of what Gableman's investigation turns out, there are going to be Republican bills coming forward to um, attempt to change our election process and how elections are run. And also, Voss recently made some interesting uh, comments about an attorney who is is pretty uh, essential to this whole, Election investigation probe uh, effort, specifically with the Assembly Elections Committee, ran by uh, Representative Janelle Branchin. I see. Well, why don't you dig a little
0: deeper on the on Voss's comments about that attorney's work? What's what's going on there?
1: Yeah. So the attorney's name is is Joseph Voiland. He's a former judge. He was uh, allegedly contracted by the Assembly Elections Committee to kind of um, have a a, a legal input on what any potential changes to state law are going to be regarding the elections process, uh, any of the findings from these probes and such. Um, And I I say allegedly contracted because uh, despite numerous attempts to attain a copy of this contract with Voiland and uh, Branchin and her committee, uh, we have yet to see this actual contract. And Voss said he also has not seen a copy of this contract. And that could be a problem, Alex, because Voss says if there's no actual contract between Voiland and the committee, uh, it's likely Voiland won't actually get paid for any work that he's done so far. So um, like I said, we don't actually know uh, because the contract has not made its way to our desk yet how much Voiland is contracted to be paid per hour or how many hours he's worked yet. Um, I'm really, really trying to get a hold of that contract so we can really take a look at it. Uh, but as as of now, you know we haven't seen any actual contract yet, so we're kind of just going off of the word of Branchon and her committee. I see that is a interesting development to be sure, and uh,
0: certainly will be even more interesting to see the contents of that alleged contract, if you're able to get a hold of that. So we'll be uh, following that along closely, of course. And then finally, I I know a a Waukesha judge recently made a ruling on the use of drop boxes in elections. Why don't you talk about that as well?
1: Yeah, so uh, as we know, uh, drop boxes were a huge uh, sticking point in the last presidential election. A lot of uh, people, especially Republicans, were saying drop boxes are are not allowed. Uh, Democrats were saying they are allowed because there's no specific language in any state laws banning drop boxes. Um, And, you know, they said that the reason behind using the drop boxes is because there's a pandemic right now and a lot of people want to vote from home or absentee early in person as such and drop their ballots off of the box uh, rather than use a a post box or voting in person um, in other ways. So this Waukesha judge said that drop boxes are not allowed anymore. That's the big news. He said no more drop boxes At all, there's no provision in state law allowing drop boxes. So he said that means there should not be drop boxes allowed. That was big news in 2020 when uh, Milwaukee set up a lot of drop boxes around the city to, um, in an effort to kind of... make up for the fact that there were only five in-person polling locations open when there are normally around 185 polling locations open in in Wisconsin's largest uh, metropolitan city. So that also came up big in Madison, where there were efforts to uh, hold mass polling locations and and mass areas where people can go vote that normally weren't open for polling. Um, So, you know, a lot of people were upset about that. That's part of the news that's going to come for election reform after the 2020 presidential election. And like I said, this presidential election likely won't ever end. We're still probably going to see more and more bills come out to reform that election process. And I am really interested to see what those proposed bills are going to be. Likewise. Well,
0: thanks for bringing us up to speed on all of this latest news, Adam. Like you said, it'll be interesting to see what some of those bills are as they come out, as well as any further resolution or, or further developments with some of these other stories we've been talking about. So
1: Yeah, Alex, I, I agree. I am eagerly awaiting whatever comes out of these investigations. For now, you can check out the wispolitics.com website where we have election news updates, Gableman news updates all the time. And if you want to check out news about the business side of Wisconsin or the healthcare side of Wisconsin, you can check out wisbusiness.com where we have a daily free healthcare report that goes out to your inbox. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnoffer with Wispolitics.com, and this was another midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum.
0: This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit Wispolitics.com.